and welcome to episode two of the Doers and Shakers podcast. I am your host, Hannah, and on this episode, I am going to be talking all things burnt out, what it's like to slowly but surely, inevitably, if you run a business, hit the point of feeling burnt out. Your flame has fizzled out, your body is exhausted, all things have come to a screeching halt, the room is spinning, things are bright, and you have reached your max. On this episode, I will be talking about personal experiences, triggers, ways to know your own triggers when you're getting to your burnt out stage, things that can help, ways to stay afloat, and most importantly, self-care tips and what it means to truly shut off, tune into yourself, be present, and come back to a place of alignment. Let's do it. All right, guys, if you run a business, if you're starting a business, if you have a hustle and a grind on the side, you know that sometimes shit gets real. Things get too hard, too tough. Your emotions can take the best of you and you're exhausted, you're run down, your anxiety is on the forefront and things just feel crazy. Um, Being a wedding photographer and a lifestyle photographer for the past 10 years, there have been seasons that come to mind where I was doing too much, period. I was booking an absurd amount. I was layering on very thick, all of my own editing, processing, color correction, exporting, importing. I was doing everything. Um, I loved it and I still do and I still love, I say love in all caps, to be busy. And guys, it's okay to be busy and we all probably can agree if you're listening to this podcast, your life is busy and you run a business or you are uh, have visions of one or you're starting one or you work for someone that owns a business, maybe you run a family-owned business, we know that sometimes we don't have a choice. Sometimes things get laid on thick. We run, we can sink or swim, or we can let it get the best of us when things get over our heads, right? And so it's really important to stay in check with ourselves to understand triggers that we might have, to understand things that often put us over the deep end and get plenty of sleep to fuel our bodies with you know, the right foods, drink enough water, get our exercise in, uh, mind, body, and soul. It all wraps into one, right? And so what happens for me personally in the in the middle smack tab in the middle of wedding season is the days begin to blur together. I shoot a wedding on sometimes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes just Saturday. Um, sometimes a wedding on a Saturday, but photo shoots Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like it just rolls out. And then what happens is I'm then 
getting home and importing what I just shot and then editing and culling and organizing and color correcting and doing all of the things in hours and hours, sometimes from 7am to midnight, just sitting at my computer. And what happens is my brain quite literally tells me like enough is enough. And when that happens, I now know and I now listen. I didn't always And that's why I think this podcast is extremely important to share and I know it will be highly relatable and I really want this podcast to serve a purpose of one that you can continuously come back to if you need a friendly reminder of like, hey there, pump the brakes, let's sit back, you're burnt out, this is what we should be doing. Um, the World Health Organization just confirmed that burnt out is a medical condition. <laughs> That's a wild. And if you're if you're hearing that, you're probably like, well, yeah, duh. Like, have you ever felt burnt out? The feelings are some serious medical conditions. Um, and it's true. Feeling burnt out can be something we throw around very easily. But if you have truly been burnt out, This is what it's defined by. Physically exhausted, sometimes coming to a point of a mental breakdown. And now what does that mean? Let's dissect that for a minute. That can mean panic attacks, anxiety, crying, depression, anger, outbursts, not eating healthy, sleeping too much, sleeping not enough, wanting to hide and run away, wanting to give up feeling like you have failed, just feeling like quite literally like you are drowning, like the work has no end, the to-do list has now become your boss and you're lashing out on yourself, at your family, at your coworkers, you're questioning what you're doing, where you are and why all of it is even happening. So let's unpack some reasons why we can get to feeling burnt out aside from tackling too many hours of work and taking on too much did you know that you can also get burnt out by being under stimulated and by not being pushed in the right direction of where you feel like you want to go you can get burnt out by not being aligned with the work you're doing with, with what you're doing. You might not be liking what you're doing. You might not be passionate about what you're doing. And some of the things also are, you could be in a toxic environment. You could have a really bad boss. You could have a bad leader. You yourself could feel like you're not doing a good job leading your company or leading your staff. Toxic environment can make you feel burnt out. So, you know, what's going on in your household? What's going on in your relationship? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are your friends supportive? Are they lifting you up or are they dragging you down? Um, Sadly, even family. Sometimes family can be exhausting and mentally abusive. And I can't personally speak from that with, you know, I have the best mom and sister in the world, but I have seen direct family bring some people down and it's really, really exhausting and it can make you feel burnt out in everything else that you're doing when you are just so emotionally and mentally exhausted. Uh, feeling underappreciated. 
one of the number one ranked things in business for us says recognition and reward is one of the number one things that we all want in business. So if you are working for somebody else and you will feel underappreciated, you do not feel recognized and you're not being rewarded for your hard efforts, that can lead to feeling burnt out in what you're doing. If you're bored, that can lead to stress on the brain that you wouldn't think would come. But when you are feeling bored, not included, disconnected from what you're doing, but you're still showing up every day and doing the thing, you're going to slowly fizzle out from that project. You're going to feel burnt out from that project. Okay. So according to the World Health Organization, the burnt out phrase is now a medical condition, but it means more than just physically feeling burnt out. It also can mean, you know, when your body is signaling you that you're not in the right place to just put it simply. Feeling overwhelmed, okay, that can also lead to feeling burnt out. If you are feeling like you are suffocating, drowning, in over your head, taking on too much, the feeling, the physical body responses of being overwhelmed can be Uh, uncontrollable sweating, migraines, back pain, neck pain, lower back pain, uh, panic attacks, overall uh, your eyesight. So if you're someone that works on the computer a lot and you're feeling overwhelmed, um, your brain is constantly triggered to focus on one thing at a time, which by the way, about an hour or two, and then you need like an actual break before before you're going back to that. Um, if not, we're not actually doing productive work, but that's a whole nother, a whole nother episode. So your eyes being strained, um, and, and achy and red and itchy, um, your body is overwhelmed. That is something that leads all into feeling overwhelmed with the work that you're doing. The passion is missing, right? That can, that can lead to being burnt out. You're trying to do all of like the business side of things that you've lost, all touch with passion, that can be devastating. So does this mean that you quit your job or quit your business or decide, oh, well, shit, I'm sucking at this. I probably shouldn't have started this business or maybe I'm a crummy uh, business owner. No, that just means you get get your butt back to the drawing board, right? You, You revamp some things. You take a look at your brand, your vision. You come back to your why, your story, what you're doing, why you're doing it, why you started it, everything in the first place, and you just reset. So everything that we do in business to be productive, we're propelled in a certain direction to do so, right? So if you start off and you have this seed of creativity or this brand or this vision of a company or a business that you're going to start, and you have everything under the sun you need. In the first three years, you're riding high. Everything's amazing. Uh, success is flowing in. The money is flowing in. The clients are flowing in. You're feeling aligned with business. And then you wake up one day and you're not feeling so groovy anymore. And it's really easy for us to feel like we're failing. Uh, we effed it all up. Like something went wrong. It's becoming hairy scary. And we 
we're so quick to think, okay, what else should I add to this business to make it more colorful? Or, oh, maybe I should just like switch businesses altogether. Or maybe this isn't for me anymore. Um, that's okay. And if you're feeling that way right now, as you listen to this podcast, if you're feeling like, well, shit, I think I need to just like start over because this isn't working. Don't get there yet. Take a look, dissect what you currently have and figure out the root of the cause. Why are you feeling burnt out? Why aren't you inspired by this anymore? Why are you wanting to run or why do you want an out? And revamp some things. Typically, that one little seed you started with back in the day as to why you got here can bring you right back, can snap you back into like, hey, no, you're not leaving us just yet. Remember why we started this? Let's get back to that. When we're in business, and I I hear a lot of this in direct sales too, um, and in photography, is like in the beginning, it's very exciting, and we learn all these new methods and these ways of doing business, and we it's it's different all the time. And then years into it, you start to like become robotic, and you revert back to just doing the same things and responding the same way, and having the same method of doing things, the same workflow. And, uh, you know, over time that can feel stagnant and it can feel like you haven't really progressed and things aren't coming in the way that you want them to anymore. It just doesn't feel as good, right? This is when go back to like day one, like the first month of when you started doing the business, what was so exciting about the first few things that you did? What was exciting about the first few things that you rolled out and why it was so successful? And like, just do that. Start over. Go back to what you used to do. Um, it's okay to do things that you used to do. It doesn't mean that you're like falling back to your old ways. Sure, in business, they always say like you need to stay with it and stay relevant and colorful and like come up with all these new ideas and stay fresh, right? And creative. But oftentimes in business, if you can just sit back and 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 see like the simple things that you did, like the building blocks, the pillars of your business and your design or your vision, and just you keep using those, utilize them, um, that usually can just hold your foundation up. So for example, uh, I'm a wedding and lifestyle photographer. And when I have moments of feeling like I need to shake things up a bit, I go back to my why and my reason. And that is I am obsessed with photographing people their emotions, the in-between. I, I don't know, you might, have, you might have seen me post this a few times because I'm always about it, but I'm not a huge fan of smiley photos. Like I love weddings, so you wouldn't think that, um, but I'm never gonna be like waiting for a super smiley photo or moment. Like of, of, of course, those are included in a lot of collections that I give back to my couples and my clients, but I just... I'm so drawn and energetically driven by photographing the in-between moments, the real moments of like someone just being. Um, so that's one example that really gets me motivated and inspired. Another one is um, couples. I love photographing couples interacting. Sometimes, you know, when I'm doing a photo shoot, I'll just say, okay, now you go sit over there and like talk about what you're doing this weekend or talk about what you had for dinner last night or like how you met. And they don't even have to necessarily be talking to me. And I'll, I'll go far away and put on my big lens and just like shoot candidates of them. And you really can figure out like how couples interact by just watching. 
I do that a lot in life too. I'm, I'm an observer and I'll oftentimes just watch people's body language, the way they respond, the way they look around. Um, so sometimes I'll revisit those things that inspire me. And those are just a couple examples. I have a, a million by now because I do a lot of reflecting in business. I do a lot of sitting in quiet with myself and, and focus in on like, okay, what is it that you're doing? And like, what are you doing right now in this moment for your business? And so I do just try to rewind, slow down and revisit like the foundation of what I'm doing and what inspires me. So if you are getting to the point of like feeling like things need a little uh, juicing up, just go back to like the beginning and remember some things and like start weaving that back into your stuff. Okay. Um, all right. So burnt out. I think that we all need to be told and remind ourselves that we do not have to work every single day, all the time. I know that it does feel the most successful when we are putting in the hours, when we're behind the, the computer, when we are working and hustling and pushing and grinding and driving. And I know when we like wake up in the morning and we make a massive to-do list and then we bang it all out and then like come dinner time, like we're like, wow, I tackled the day today. Those days can feel awesome, but we don't need seven days like that, guys. And I know some of you that are listening are like, whoo. I know, but I have so much to do. And if I don't get it all done, I will start to spiral and feel like I'm not doing enough for my business. Like I get it. I get all that. I've been there, done that, bought the newspaper. But there is something that I've learned. There's something I've learned. I am my most productive, successful, and golden when I take some serious time off. Okay? So... It doesn't matter if you're working seven days a week and you tackle that project. If you're feeling like you hate that project, okay? So if you are working and, and, and just like, and I mean like pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion to get something done, why? Like what is the point of that? You don't have to do that. What if you started shifting up your entire mindset around your workload by saying, all right, we're going to work today and tomorrow, but then on Wednesday and Thursday, we are going to live our life. (laughs) We're going to sleep in. We are going to eat some foods. We're going to binge watch a show. We're going to go for a long walk. We're actually going to do that yoga video. What if you did that more? And then you told yourself, well, I'm going to take those two days off because when I come back on Friday, I'll be revamped, recharged, excited, and loving my life because I took some time off. And also, if you're an entrepreneur and a business owner, and you're like me, you know, two days off, you're about to go stir crazy. You don't have much more time of like just sitting and doing nothing. You need to get back to that computer, right? You've got that urge. So remember what that feels like. Remember like when you take a couple days off, that really awesome feeling of like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to get back to work. I'm really excited to get back to that project. How powerful and forward moving that is, right? That feeling So if you're feeling burnt out and you're feeling overwhelmed and things are just too much, 
remember that like you could take a day or two off and you'll get that feeling back of inspiration. You'll want to get back to that job. There was, um, oh, probably like three seasons ago now, two or three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. So not last season, but this, and not this season, three or four seasons ago, I was shooting an absurd amount of weddings. I wasn't saying no to anybody. We had our busiest season ever. Um, and I, I, I was drowning. Like I don't, I can't even like tell you, I love all my couples. So if I shot your wedding that year, like I love you times a million, but I took on too much. Um, I had my second shooter shooting with me around the clock. I mean, I'm talking like I would do like photo shoots like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'd shoot a wedding on a Friday and then I would drive to a different state to shoot a wedding on Saturday. And then like sometimes even a a wedding on a Sunday or maybe I'd have Sunday off and then I would do a photo shoot on Monday. But what we were doing was my assistant at the time, Tara, if you're listening to this, still love you to death. She was my ride or die for a few seasons. And uh, basically we'd shoot a wedding and then I'd be like, okay, so we have like 24 to 48 hours to turn around 100 photos, an entire written blog and a sneak peek for my couple. That's what I was doing. So I would shoot like a 10 to 12 hour wedding, drive home, import my memory cards into the computer make the folder, organize the images. Tara was like writing up the blog, sending me the rough draft to approve. And then I was posting it. And then I was picking a hundred photos to edit, putting that on the website and the blog, posting on Facebook and Instagram, the big hype for my sneak peek. And we did, we did that for like an entire, entire season. And it was exhausting. It wasn't fun anymore. And I went into the fall, the, the season after that thinking, holy Toledo, we can't do that again. I'm not inspired anymore. There's no more fire. There's no more magic. Like what happened? And it's because I wasn't working from alignment. I wasn't working from like my, my soul and like what I wanted to do. I thought at the time that was a great idea, but it wasn't. And none of us were happy doing that. I was taking on too much. I was being selfish and um, I was excited and I had that like that high of like being totally booked up and uh, celebrating that from just a weird place and uh, it wasn't fun anymore. So we scratched that and I only work from alignment now, meaning I only say yes to things that I feel good about. I only say yes to bookings that align with the type of photography that I use the way I want to run my business, the way I want to interact with my couples. Um, and I say that because I oftentimes in the beginning of business, you kind of take on as much as you can You can take, right? You build a portfolio, you do the things, you feel successful by the amount of bookings you have or the sales that you make or the amount of people that you've talked to that day and, and so on and so forth. And what happens is, You just get in this rotating shift of like sales and selling and being busy, right? Okay, where do you fall into that? 
You don't. Your life does not fall into that. You're losing sleep. You're not eating right. Your relationship could be going to shit. You're not seeing your kids enough. You're not talking to mom enough. You know, this it's it's all just too much. And so I have days now where I will get to a point of noticing when I'm going to be triggered to feeling burnt out. And these are my triggers. And I tell you my own because maybe they will spark something in you and you can go, oh yeah, I have that. And yeah, I end up getting burnt out the next day. My triggers, when I know that I'm about to just like fizzle out and like pass out, (laughs) I start to have a lot of headaches. I have days where I'm a little confused and dizzy. I'm maxed out because I'm working probably from like 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. I'm rushing my conversations with my kiddo, with my boyfriend. I'm not eating a full meal. I am multitasking like a mother effer. Like I will literally be checking an email the same time I am responding to a text message. I am signing a contract the same time I am color correcting a photo. I am posting to Instagram while I am also booking a wedding for next year. Like I will multitask and do 10 things at once. Oh, and add remote learning to the list because this year we kept our kiddo home from school. So I was tackling everything under the sun. And so my burnt out triggers are noticing that I'm spiraling. I would also have unexplainable anxiety just throughout the day where I knew a panic attack was coming on. Uh, When I did lay my head down at night, I was not falling asleep. My brain was just going, 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 and I wasn't actually sleeping well. Um, I was quick to feel like the world was ending, like too much was going on, and I just couldn't deal anymore. But you know what? You know what I didn't used to do when I would feel these triggers coming on is stop. I would just add to the to do list. I would say in my head, like, No way. You can keep going. You are a rock star. Look at you go. You're so badass. This is so empowering. Just get through the hustle so that you don't have to work as hard next year and you can just build up your clientele now. Or I would just say like, wow, you are so successful by all of this work that you have. This must mean you are so successful. No, because everything else around me wasn't so much fun and I didn't even know who I was anymore. And I'm being so vulnerable and open with you guys, but it's because I know that there are going to be people that are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to say, yeah, yep, I relate to this. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I want this to be a podcast you can revisit on those times where you feel like you're crashing and burning. And hear me when I say this right now. Are you ready? You have permission to stop. You have permission to take care of yourself. Listen, that work, that business, the money, it's all going to stay. It's not going to go anywhere. You have permission to stop. Take a day off, okay? You know 
that just a day or two will get you back into gear and where you need to be. But I'm telling you, if your eating patterns, your sleeping rhythm, your relationship, your household, your soul, your mind, your body, if everything is feeling off, you have to hear that. You have to hear yourself and your inner voice when it says you have to stop. Because we are not defined by how much money we make, how many clients we book, how many weddings we book, how many sales we've made. We're not defined by that. Our success is not defined by that. And our business is sure as hell not success. Our business is sure as hell not defined by that. Okay? Our business is defined and represented and shining because of who we are, because the foundation we laid and how awesome we are. And that work will be there tomorrow. And I know everyone says that, but you've got to start listening to that and you have to start believing that. You need breaks. Life is so short and I know that's also cliche, but I started realizing that I was missing a whole lot of life happening around me. So I started saying yes to the smallest things, whether it was my kiddo running up to me and saying, hey, come check out this silly game on my tablet, or hey, do you want to go play this, or do you want to come watch this, or if my partner was like, hey, let's watch a show, or if my inner voice was like, you should go for a walk and listen to a podcast, or you were like, your inner voice was like, you should get in the car and you should go get some subway, or you should get in the car and you should like just go drive and listen to some music because you're like spiraling. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many days now where I just say, yes, you know what? Yes. Also set some guidelines for yourself. Like decide that if today is going to be a busy day, you have to organize your thoughts, your to-do list and your ideas before you just like pounce into the day. So sitting down and making a list of like, two or three things max. Okay. I was a person that I would sit down with my to-do list and I would write as many things on that piece of paper that I could cram. And then I was like, Ooh, girl, you're busy. You're awesome. Like now let's do this. Now, when I sit down, I decide what are like two or three things that have to actually get done today, but the rest can wait. And then I focus and I hone in on those things. And guess what? They get done so much more productive than before when I would try to do 10 or 20 things in a day because I would really focus and pour my heart and soul and all of the things into those tasks with such clarity and focus that I was noticing that I was producing such better work, right? So what are some things that if you have that if you didn't listen to your body and you got burnt out and maybe if you're listening right now like you're burnt out you're just done done what are some things you can do well first of all take a social media break i'm just gonna throw that out there like don't go on instagram or snapchat or facebook or tiktok or pinterest or like anything on your phone that is 
a lot. Like when we scroll and we look through all those like photos and read all the captions and just like bring ourselves into everybody else's worlds, we are like ping pong balls in our brains. And like physiologically, our bodies just need a break from that as it is. So if you're already burnt out and then you're adding that on. So put down the phone. And I'm not just talking of about like a couple hours here. I'm saying like if you're truly burnt out, you're going to need like three days off. Okay, and you're going to survive and everyone else will survive if you take three days off. And this doesn't mean you like, you know, you can check your email, I guess. But taking days off if you really truly are burnt out means being open and honest with the people in your house that you're taking a break. So, you know, for me, it's it's letting my partner know that I'm like swamped and out of my mind and I just need to stop for a few days so you're probably just gonna see me not working and I'm gonna do a whole lot of watching tv and relaxing and I'm gonna go running more and I'm probably not gonna like be around to cook dinners um letting them know like what you need letting them know that maybe you need a little extra help and love because you are going to tap out for a little bit and that is also a side point is, you know, if you run a business and if you are designing your empire and, you know, creating, and if you're an entrepreneur, make sure that who you are surrounding yourself with are comforting, understanding people that know you. I have been so lucky that I do have a partner that stands by me when I am maxed out and he knows me better than I know myself. Sometimes he knows when I start to like show those signs and he will do things like cook for me, bake for me. Uh, He makes the room nice by, you know, I'm such an insane light person. Like the lighting has to be perfect for me all the time. So he's like on top of the lighting. He will rent movies. He finds shows for us to binge. Uh, you know, he makes my favorite foods. I, I keep saying that, but our love language is food. So I always go back to that, but make sure that your partner is in sync with you when it comes to what you need, because if you are working crazy hours and you are trying to design a business and support yourself and your family with this business, there's going to be moments where like, you're going to have to crash and burn and that person's just going to have to pick you up. And if you don't have that support, that could be part of the toxic environment I was speaking about earlier that can lead you to feeling burnt out a whole lot quicker <laughs> than just being busy. Um, that could be, you know, you're, you're not emotionally supported and that, that exhausts anybody. Um, so yeah, declare that you're taking a few days off. Let the people around you know. Um, try to sleep in, take baths, read a book, go running bake, cook. I personally love to rearrange my bedroom and organize all of my clothes. Um, I like to get rid of a bunch of stuff. If I'm feeling overwhelmed, I don't like clutter, so I'll get rid of clutter. Um, I organize things. Do whatever it is that you feel centered and relaxed doing and know that it's okay that you're not working and that you can get back to it it's probably not going away. (laughs) And listen to some relaxing podcasts, listen to your favorite music, um, move your house around. Like I said, I love to rearrange my bedroom. 
Um, meditation is really great. I know that people that are really, really busy bodied don't really like to meditate because it is kind of hard to like sit there for a minute, but, um, pulling yourself back into a state of gratitude can be really helpful. Um, for example, sometimes if I am feeling like I am spiraling and physically just like circling the room, (laughs) I'll sit in a state of gratitude and, and thank the universe and thank my present body for supplying me with health, wealth, happiness, love, all of the things that I need to bring in abundance, spirituality. And it is as simple as sitting and putting your feet on the ground and noticing and starting at the base. My feet are on the ground. The floor feels cold. The floor feels warm. My hands are on this blanket. This blanket is soft. I am breathing this air in this bedroom. I am here. I am safe. I am calm. Coming up with mantras during busy times in your life will save you. Things that you can go to for two seconds in your mind that will bring you back to a state of feeling present and calm. One mantra that I always say to myself is, you are here, you are in control, nothing is wrong, you have got this. And I'll just breathe on that for a little bit. Sometimes all we need to hear is, you are in control. Like, you've got this, right? Nothing is out of touch. Things are not falling apart. You are here. You are present. You are in control. So maybe find your own mantras and and always have those to like come back to because that's really, really great. And let's stop living our lives so busy with sayings like, okay, I've just got to get through this season or okay, I've just got to get through this week. I just got to get through this month and then I can live. Then I can sleep in. Then I can go back to my life. Stop wasting moments because I'm telling you right now it's not worth it and you can't get them back. So instead of saying, I just have to get through this busy week and then I can take next week off, try saying, I'm thankful for this moment. I'm not going to let it spiral out of control though. I'm not going to reach a phase of feeling burnt out. I'm thankful for this business but I'm going to stay in tune and make sure I do not get burnt out. I'm going to be present with my work. I'm going to get it done today. Tomorrow, I know I have to continue to work because this project has to get done, but I'm going to sleep in an hour longer or I'm going to take a two-hour lunch break tomorrow or I'm going to work out tomorrow. Gift yourself things. If you are in a busy season or a busy moment, gift yourself things throughout the day. It can be simple. It can be an extra long shower in the morning and a face mask. It can be later for lunch when I take my break, um, I'm actually going to go out for lunch. I know COVID's weird, so maybe you can sit in your car. But gift yourself little things throughout the day. And appreciate those moments. Be present with those moments. Live with those moments knowing that you have to get back to work in, in an hour but that right now this moment is for you and you're hanging on to that moment like your life depends on it and it's positive and it's clarity and it's focus and it's power. 
because it's for you and you deserve it. All right, guys, I think this has gone on long enough. I just want to remind you to be present and to be aware and to give yourself a damn break. I am so into breaks now and I don't feel like the ship is going to sink. I'm more present. I play with my kiddo more. I love on my lover more. I take long walks. Sometimes I just sit with my cat for an hour and do nothing. And I'm still just as successful. I think I just needed someone to tell me that I could do those things. And somebody did and it got through to me and now I'm telling you. So with that said, you're doing amazing. Remind yourself of that. And reward yourself for that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're well. You be safe. You be safe. (laughs) I hope you are safe. And I hope this podcast helps. And I hope that if you are feeling burnt out. And you are needing some things. And life is just not feeling in tune with what you want it to be in tune with that you go figure out what you need and you give yourself that okay all right guys come back for episode three thank you so much this has been so much fun already and we've only dug into episode two Thanks so much for tuning into that episode. That was a long doozy, but so many amazing things to say. We packed that full and I hope that you took something from it and I hope that you carry it along and I hope you also come back when you need it. Stay tuned for episode three.